Thank you for that wonderful presentation, brother. I appreciate the things you said, especially about the value of worship and why we ought to do it in that way, even if we don't feel we are personally getting anything out of it. I have a question about John 4, 23 and 24 specifically, and how Jesus uses that phrase, spirit and truth. And I apologize if this was not your topic specifically. But I've often heard that uh, explained as Jesus is saying we need to have the right attitude in our worship and we need to do the things God tells us to do, you know, spirit and truth. And I've been thinking over that lately because, as you mentioned in the context, the woman asks, uh, you know, who is right, the Jews worshiping at the temple or the Samaritans on Mount Gerizim? And uh, Jesus affirms, yes, the Jewish temple worship is uh, what God revealed, but then he quickly shifts to, but this new thing is coming very shortly. And I read in places like Joshua 24, verse 14, where he says, serve the Lord in sincerity and truth. And that seems to be a principle that's always been around, uh, even in the Old Testament. People were always supposed to worship with the right attitude and, and do the things God said. So my question is, is spirit and truth as Jesus is using it in that context. Is he reaffirming what was always true and maybe trying to get people back to that? Or is he alluding to the New Testament system, the Christian system of worship, like you mentioned in Hebrews 9 and Romans 12? Do you have any thoughts on that? Yes. Uh, my... Uh... I'll, from my understanding in the John 1, and I had that in my lesson, 1 17, the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. There were certain things the law couldn't do. Now, I agree with you. Yeah, uh, God always demanded uh, the man's heart or his, uh, his motive. But see, Jesus was bringing in a new covenant, you know. We remember where he said there, he said, remember to his own people, you know, you... Uh, uh, you worship me in vain. You teach the doctrine and commandments of me. Your heart is far from me. There you got the heart, this heart. But see, under that system, they wasn't following. But Jesus was bringing in a new system, a new covenant of grace and truth. The old system couldn't save a man that rolled their sins on. But when Jesus came, as we, like the path, you know, with the Illustration of the communion, the lamb. He was going to be that lamb. Uh, he, was, he, he, he is the one that can take away the sin. John said, behold, the lamb of God was to take away the sins uh, of the world. Law couldn't do that. So I believe he was referring to the new system, the new covenant, the new system. And I want to add this too. Uh, sometimes we, I know we separate that. But see, when we talk about the new covenant, well, we got to understand the church is involved in that new covenant. And sometimes we we'll say, well, here's the law, new covenant direction. But we, we, we'll say the church don't mean anything. 
No, that's all included in this new covenant, in this worship. So certain things the law couldn't do. We're in a better covenant. And that's the covenant of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I hope I answered that. Hey, Jay. Hello, <laughs> Alan. <laughs> I think that what you said, the entirety of what you said, is important about how we should regard our worship. I'm not sure that John 4, 24 is saying that, but the Bible is saying that. The, New, the rest of the New Testament, other places in the New Testament. I think the passage you just mentioned in, in chapter 1, verse 17 is important. The law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Uh, under the law, the law was the truth. And there was grace under the law. Yes. David wasn't stoned to death. Right. I didn't say it wasn't grace. I no, I know. Okay. I know that. But he's, he's contrasting the law of Moses with something that's new called what he calls grace and truth is coming by Jesus Christ. Right. I think what he is saying there is that the law was pointing mm -hmm. to the New Testament system. I think another passage that's important to consider here is in Hebrews chapter 8, in verse 1, he says, now this is the main point of the things which we are saying. We have such a high priest who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle which the Lord pitched in not man. Now there was a tabernacle under the law of Moses. But that tabernacle was a type right. of the antitype, which is the true tabernacle, the church. Sure. And I think in John 4, he's telling this woman, no, we're not going to worship in Mount Gerizim, and we're not even going to worship in Jerusalem. Right. God is not interested in, well, if I can quote my friend back there, God is not interested in holy places anymore. He's interested in holy people. Right. And uh, I think this is comparing the system under the law of Moses and the corruptions that this woman was following. And he's pointing out that all of these systems are going to pass away in favor of a new system. And yes, it is true. Our worship is vitally important and we need to have the right attitude and we need to have uh, do it the right way. That's always been true, whether it was the patriarchal law, Cain's sacrifice wasn't accepted because he didn't have the right attitude and he didn't do it the right way. Right. It was true under the law of Moses. It's true now. Right. Uh, but I think this passage is comparing the old system with the new system. Anyway, okay. just something for you to think about. Yes, I agree. Okay. Jake, any concluding comments there? Yeah, I'd just like to say that appreciate y'all giving me this verse. It's one that probably all of us have quoted. And, and we, just, we just worship God in spirit and in truth. But it mean, to me, in studying this, it means more to me now. Uh, uh, of the plan, God setting the plan, sending the Savior, uh, uh, 
through that covenant, uh, it makes me appreciate it and value it more. And I think as we study things, it helps us to value it more when we look at it probably in more depth and get help from others. It helps us to appreciate it even more. Uh, and, and I'm just thankful that, you know, you gave me uh, this subject. It helped me so much. And I hope it's helped you to look at it, to investigate it more. That's all right.